0: Welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Holland.
0: We are going episode by episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and talking about life things as we go. Today we'll be talking about the third to last episode in season two, Go Fish. So let's head into the library. Uh, As you might have noticed, we are without guest this week. Mm -hmm. We are Sin Guest. Sans guest?
1: Sans guest.
0: Uh, in Spanish, it would be sin and then the word for guest, which I can't remember. Sin in, uh... in French, it would be
2: son. Son, son guest.
0: Okay. <laughs> romantic languages, so easy. Because mm-hmm. you get like one of them and then you kind of just, it's easy to just kind of transition.
2: True? Yeah. 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 Similar words. Mm-hmm. It's all one language. Yeah, love. The language of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's
0: called romantic. Oh. It's not because it's from Rome. How you guys doing?
2: Well,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I'm
0: well. That just changed.
2: Decompressing. That was a, a no,
1: no, 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 no. Decompressing. Decompressing. All is well.
2: Good.
1: Just busy. For good. Busy. Good.
0: Busy.
2: Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, ultimately in control of many things. <laughs> well, okay. Are you in charge of like a, a
0: <laughs> the LA DWP or something now, or?
2: Oh, thank God, no. I am in control of myself and my life. And that is all I can really, truly ever depend on. Nice. Yeah.
1: I got a new apartment. I'm about Did to
2: sign a one-year lease. Very exciting. That's exciting. Much you?
1: closer to where I work.
2: Burbank, you said? Yeah, I'm Burbank. Should we cut that out so the? No,
1: they uh, can they okay. can know I live in Burbank, so I'm okay. just not gonna give them any more information. <laughs> I think
0: anyone is just gonna be like, oh, where does she live? Oh, Bur... No, I'm not going to mm. no. Burn. No, the 134 is so hard. <laughs> burn, burn, burn. Uh, <laughs> California. <laughs> you expect mm-hmm. me to exit Coenga? Gil. I'm fine. Gil. The Barham crawl at 5 p.m.? Oof. No, not gonna happen. Uh, so, <laughs> as we talked about earlier, it's so weird
2: without a guest. We haven't done a non-guest episode in a while.
0: What was, what was
2: the last us? one? Last yeah. one was the um, oh, it got it got it got intense last time.
0: Oh yeah, the uh, night of the dames,
2: <laughs> the night of a thousand dames, <laughs> the night of a thousand dames. Which yeah. one was that? What episode was that? Uh, werewolf, werewolf. Phases. phases, phases. Speaking of which, Oz kind of been MIA lately. Yeah, he's
1: uh recuperating. Yeah, yeah decompressing.
2: he's probably worn out. Decom- <laughs> could, you, could you relate to him? You are decompressing?
1: Yeah, just taking a break.
2: There you go. Good. Um,
0: so <laughs> this is the third and last episode of the season, uh, and it's really the quiet before the storm. I would say. In the a deep way. breath before the plunge. I right. always say it's a Gandalf phrase. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a very deep breath. There's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty disturbing episode on many accounts. Oh yeah. Um, but before we get into that, we are going to remind you of what happened because hey. Maybe you were trying to sneak into the swim team. Mm -hmm. Maybe you were just basking in the sauna and you didn't want to ruin your electronic device that you used to watch Buffy. That's totally fine because Chris is going to catch you up in five easy um, swimming pool (laughs) sentences. Swimming no, that was nothing. Like, no, no,
2: they'll, they'll be yeah. swimming pool sentences. Okay,
0: we yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: to take you on a few laps around the pool.
2: Oh, There's five of them. Oh. Yeah, I have. Five I'm taking
0: laps. off my hat. <laughs> I'm putting it on the ground. Your swimming pool hat? hat. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's called a cap? a cap. A swimming there cap. There we go. a cap. Uh, uh-huh. and Holland from now on we will transition into the <laughs> cram uh-huh. session. <laughs> uh-huh. So
2: Chris, take All it right. away. Mm. Yeah. The Sunnydale Swimming Team is the talk of the land as they have finally made it to the finals, proving that Sunnydale is good for more than just mortality rate, but it has a team that is truly, truly going to maybe get them some kind of state or lower statewide recognition. 1. The Swimming Team members all start to kind of scheme on Buffy, but then they start to disappear in a way, and Buffy's investigating, thinking, hmm, someone's killing off the swimming team members, and as I'm the Slayer, I gotta figure out what's behind this. But it culminates in her having to break one of their nose when he really sketchily tries to come onto her in his car. Two. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, he probably would have sexually assaulted her if mm-hmm. she wasn't like superhuman. Slayer. Yeah. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, kicked his ass.
2: Um, Snyder is bullying Willow into making sure that the guy who is the lead of the swim team now, a dude named Gage, is given a passing grade, and Gage has become the site of the Scooby gang because the the guys who are better than him, number one and two, have both been killed. Gage is the next one on the list, so Buffy starts to befriend him, and then when they're hanging out one day... Uh, oh, she's tracking him at the bronze, and one thing leads to another, and he rips off his skin to reveal that he is a creature from the Black Lagoon-looking monster. Four.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, a creature from the Black Lagoon-looking monster? I'd say so. On yeah. a scale of creature from the Black Lagoon to human, definitely much closer to creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Totally. The nineteen fifty-four? No, mm-hmm. before that.
2: We'll look it up. Anyhow, continue. Continue. So, and I know it was Andrew reference. Uh, So, they know that these guys are now turning into monsters, but they don't know why. So, Xander goes undercover on the swim team and discovers that they are juicing steroids, but they're getting it through the steam room. And he has been steaming, and the fear that he might turn into a fish arises. Four? Are we on four or five? I think that was four. Uh... Okay.
1: I thought I said four. Also, just to clarify, Creature from the Black Lagoon did come out in 1954. So, boom, baby, good work, boom. And yeah, you know what? Looks pretty accurate. That's that's what we got.
2: Yeah, and Xander <laughs> mentions it. Remember, there's the. Yeah, I know because he makes the. the, the it's joke. mostly
1: to make the blue lagoon. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. the movie that Brooke Shields was in when she was like 14 and like super sexy, right?
0: Totally. I wouldn't repeat those words exactly.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, that was why it was so controversial, is because she was wearing like a bathing suit and was attractive, but was, like, 14 years old. And people were like, is that okay? I don't think that's okay. Right. Or Courtney
2: says, she's like, I'm dating the creature from the Blue Lagoon. And he goes, Black Lagoon. The creature from the Blue Lagoon was Brooke (laughs) Sheeves. Yeah. All right, so fifth, I think I have one more sentence. Okay, you take it. Turns out the swim team captain took Soviet (laughs) steroids and injected them into his students, creating uh, these vicious monsters and and Buff and tries to kill Buffy to cover up the secret, but since she's the Slayer, she ultimately topples him, knocks him into the sewer. The, uh, the swimmen eat him up, escape to sea, and Buffy and the gang make sure Xander gets some kind of medical treatment to make sure he doesn't befall the same fate as the swim team monster men. Five? That's it? Great. Got it. <sighs> All right. I think that mostly got it. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I didn't mention the entrance of Angelus because that felt like a contracted David Boreana's entrance. He's gotta be in, he's gotta
0: bite, he's gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he spent more time at the catering table than he did <laughs> what yeah. is,
1: Okay, what is the Blue Lagoon about? Because she's like not wearing clothes. And, oh, like, it's just a uh, dolphin. Is it she basically like child island. porn? Like, what is this? Uh, in the again, Victorian I wouldn't say that. period... <laughs> no, but okay, but how did this movie get made? In the Victorian period, two children are shipwrecked on a tropical island in the south pacific with no adults to guide them the two make a simple life together unaware that sexual maturity will eventually
0: intervene yeah it's like tarzan
1: yeah i get like i get that i feel like i feel like this is one of those movies that like Mm. makes a good book that you feel uncomfortable reading like lolita but then when they go to make it into a movie you're like can you do that the trailer yeah and then they did i've never seen this movie i've never seen the trailer but just reading the description and looking at would, oh, I'm We can watch the trailer right now,
3: we'll watch it later.
1: The trailer
0: for Lolita is you'll never believe they made it into a movie. I've, How did they make it into a movie? Well, I've
1: never seen Lolita, but like I finally, it took me probably- Wait, what's like, Lolita? It's- oh, No, no. <laughs>
2: Get the hell it's, out of here. I'm sorry. No,
1: it's this Vladimir Nabokov mo- uh, novel about uh, this guy who's a pedophile, and it's written in his point of view, who Eesh. falls in love with a girl who's like, 12 or 13 but Oof. then it's weird because you you're reading it and you're like oh this guy's really creepy like why is he hitting on this girl but then like the girl is like like it makes sexual advances towards him so it's just it's really fucked up it took me probably like 10 tries to actually finish the book because I tried to start reading it when I was like 13 way too young I don't know why I wanted to read it um but I finally got through it and it's like it's a good book because it like is really weird and makes you like feel really like terrible and uncomfortable like if that makes something good but uh it it elicits a reaction they've made at least two movies out of it and i've never tried to watch either of them because i'm like i don't know how they could do this and also i don't think i would want to watch it
0: no yeah i've never felt i've seen it but i've never felt the need to watch it
2: i just found out
1: You can burst. Listeners, from me. you heard it here first. It's one of those books that people are like, this is a classic. This is banned. You have to read it. I'm like, okay, I guess.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of meat, when it gets uh, expired, is also banned.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: I mean, I'm going to run to the grocery shop and, and run to the
2: to the back where they throw it out and and, and put and, it in my car. Yeah, totally. And, you know, in some countries, the Harry Potter books are banned. Yeah. Not in America. I got into an argument
0: with a guy. I wouldn't say an argument, but I had a discussion with a guy who was explaining to me why the Harry Potter books were evil. And what was, uh, uh, according to his rhetoric, there was nothing I could do to convince him otherwise. He's like, hey, it's about witchcraft. He's
2: like, it's, like, oh, it's yeah. evil. There's a guy in it who's an evil wizard. <laughs> there's evil in it. Like, we well, well, didn't even get sure. to that.
0: He didn't even get to that point. He was just like, it's it's about witchcraft. Did he you tell him like, it was oh, it yeah,
1: about yeah, witchcraft and wizardry? Yeah. Did you like, like tell him? Like, but the it's got witchcraft.
0: Part. So it was wizardry didn't perturb him.
1: No, 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 sir. Hogwarts is not just for witchcraft, it's for witchcraft and wizardry.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. It's like school for the gifted? No. Gifted and talented, uh,
2: so he's a chauvinist because uh, he's wizardry he's fine with, but witchcraft that's where know he draws if he's the line.
0: Fine with it, but he was definitely more disturbed by witchcraft than he was of wizardry.
2: Terrible, just terrible, just <laughs> like the winds outside. Yeah. In case you can hear that, there are uh, there's some kind of witchcraft going on outside.
0: These are some terrifying
1: winds. Honestly,
2: yeah. Doctor, I think we might
0: crash this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so but
2: let's, let's, let's talk about the episode. So yeah. swim team now. I grew up at a high school that didn't have a football team. Great. Uh, not, well, not great, but go on. I mean, I'm, I, think, I think it was a positive influence, ultimately, on the school. A like a football? Yeah, totally.
1: I had no sports.
2: <laughs> no sports? <laughs> the yeah. communicators had a sport. It was called, pass the conversation we,
1: on. We both turned out <laughs> totally fine. <laughs>
2: Okay. Uh, do people say that to you guys all the time? What are you guys good at? Professional talking?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not until you guys. Not until I started doing this podcast.
2: Oh, well, I'm glad that we were able to were that to People were
1: impressed that I got into this school and I was not made fun of, but thanks, People guys. in the
0: school were impressed?
1: Uh, no, people from outside of it were impressed that I got into a school district that wasn't known for its, like, heroin addiction. So, oh, okay. You know. That's awesome. Great. I oh, know. Yeah, heroin thanks,
0: addiction is well, super it that bad.
2: <laughs> uh, so, but my school, however, did have a swim team. Mm-hmm. So what I love about this Buffy episode is it's like, in the entirety of the Buffy high school years, jock idolatry is is brought up in this episode. Yeah. This is the yeah. sports episode. And yes. so I thought
0: that was cool. And it's like... You're right. It's not really talked about a whole lot. It's not like a Friday Night Lights sort of show where it's like no. revolving around that. no it revolves more around the weirdos Mm -hmm. there's a theater episode before there's a sports episode (laughs)
2: exactly and it's like this episode also kind of sheds the light on the fact that the the sunny day oh you know what what some assembly required the football episode oh Uh, but puppet show still came first it did it did (laughs)
0: I love it
2: when I'm right. He does. So, But this one, that one was more about (laughs) reliving your past. Yeah. This one is more about the elitism of the jocks. Right. And that Snyder, Snyder has not done much this season. Can we call that out? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's been,
2: Snyder and Oz, as I'm watching this season, is he? Oh, yeah, he is, totally. He's getting people drunk to forget about, you know. (laughs) I
1: think the last episode was Snyder and the weird one with the thing on the ground. Eggs, Uh,
2: bad uh, eggs. Bad eggs. eggs. Is that
1: his last episode?
2: He may have popped up.
1: Was Snyder even in that episode? He, yeah. I'm pretty yeah.
2: certain he was underneath the egg. I have uh, we can look and dust it if we're interested. Uh we'll uh, figure it out later. We'll figure it out later. Mm. Underneath Someone's the egg though, us, the right? Snyder mm. biography. I
1: feel like we always say that people will correct us, but we usually don't necessarily get corrected.
2: Well everyone's Champion. So you guys know Champion? Yeah. Of course. Champion has been coming. Contributor in. did, did oh, the Wow, sorts?
1: I've never read his name like that.
2: Champion. You it now? Like Champion. Yep. Yep, that champion has been a champion of coming in with corrective comments. <laughs> yeah, he sent us a message today about something we left out.
0: Oh, did he? A guest from this week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we had a guest, but then they fell into a sewer and swam out into the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And you know what? They like it that way. Yeah,
0: they prefer it. Mm-hmm. Do we? What's the creature in this episode? Do we ever put a finger? I, am I missing? It's am I forgetful? A
1: catfish. Monster. It's a
2: it's the creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah, but it's, it's actually Blue. human. Oh, okay.
1: Don't do steroids.
2: Yeah, Dusted's theory is that the Soviet. Uh, by the way, that, that that sentence where he's like the Soviets, were... i was like, geez, that's definitely a David Fury. Right. David Fury's like, and the Soviets were taking he's Olympic swimmers off a pinky in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh the Dusted theory is that the Soviet. DNA experiments were influenced by the Hellmouth energy. So it's not a particular creature. The creature is never actually named. It's not like Giles is like oh it's this. It's more so like oh the steroids are causing them to become fish people. Got it. Got it. Yeah it's more it's It's weird weird
1: because this is more like a I'm going to say it. This is more like an X-Files episode because totally. it's not necessarily a hellmount thing. It's a weird, like, government conspiracy thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Like the
0: third episode of the first season of X-Files when it was with the mutation guy, right? The uh, mutant? Uh, oh, yeah. It, just, it is. It is a It's, it's right? yeah. I feel
1: like I would compare this more to The Host with Fluke Man.
3: Oh. oh,
1: um, and also Xander's in a red Speedo, Mulder in a red Speedo. There it is, uh, really. Yeah, oh my. Have, have you never seen that famous like video footage of like D- Dave Duchovny getting out of the pool in the red Speedo? And you see, you know, like, it's a taking of Dr. No, <laughs> wow. Well, you should watch that. I've seen Just David Duchovny shirtless,
2: education. I'm sure, in many images. That's yeah. not one of them. <laughs> uh, hilarious. really quickly, can I? There's a lot of serious
0: stuff that i want to talk about. I want to talk about um sort of uh, 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 male privilege in this episode. Yeah. Hmm. I want to talk about sexualizing of of women's bodies mm-hmm. um in a negative in a negative and demeaning context. But one thing I also want to touch on is really quickly. Cordelia is so weird in this episode, and we were talking about it right yeah. before. Where she's like, "Who's that guy?" Oh, it's and it's like, wh- "Is your head literally the camera at this moment?" Where like you just didn't right. see that it was Xander. It didn't make her sense. head. Was, I was so confused yeah, by that.
2: Her head was a camera,
0: and then later she's yeah, she's just very something's going. There has to be something going on in the background with Cordelia in this episode. Yeah, she's very emotional about something. Like mm-hmm. maybe she got some good news or some bad news. Or something where she just wants to open up, and she wants to be vulnerable, and everything is getting in the way, and Holland has just pulled up a gif or a GIF, however you decide to live your life, of, <laughs> uh,
2: of Mulder himself. He kind of does look like Xander. Yeah. You know what? I, I challenge... I understand
1: that, like, if you didn't, if you just saw this gif where Cordelia's like, who is... Is that oh, Fox Mulder? Yourself. Oh, wait, no.
2: <laughs> hey, I uh, I challenged someone to take the gif, uh, to t- to make a super gif of Xander in the red Speedo and Mulder in the red Speedo, pair it up back and forth, it's make so that less, thing take over. Those. I can't stop watching this. Get ready for the Olympics. When are the Olympics coming back? I think it to in Sochi? Or do we already have those? <laughs> Let's move on, because this you is make, embarrassing.
1: Make background of your phone a gif?
0: We're sorry. We're
2: distracted by uh, Fox so Molders. I believe they're called stud gutters. You can yeah. pretty much see everything. It's very nippy. Yeah. And just like that. oh wow, no, that yeah, is, Oh wow. Lying. Okay. That is full on outline. Piece, if you look yeah. at it repeatedly, it's like that <laughs> does not leave much to the imagination. Besides,
0: this has become more the world like the radio broadcast, but about. Molder getting out of the pool. <laughs> and if you look, oh my God, it's coming towards us. <laughs> Hide your children. <laughs>
1: I'm so oh. sorry, guys. I just, I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. But you said you didn't see it.
0: Let's transition over
2: to... <laughs> the... do, you think that, do you think that Cordelia was obsessed with the X-Files and was starting to tweak her out? Easily. And then all of a sudden there Xander came and she was wearing like this turtleneck sweater. But, like
1: this is just crazy. how many <laughs> wearing a Speedo? There's just lots of these photos. I'm sorry. All right, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Know, see, is,
2: that a, is that a kickboard in his legs? Yeah, he's, uh... he's kicking. If he, Uh, oh my god. He's like exercising. Oh, it's like like a sponge. It looks more like a sponge. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So. (laughs) This is not. The weirdest, at all. <laughs> the, the weird Cordy thing too is it's like so Cordy's become full on Xander girlfriend and it's, yeah. and it's like we're past the honeymoon phase of that relationship we're now at the phase where she's talking about even if he's a fish man she's gonna spend her life with him and like yeah. eat him fish cookies or is, does she say anything about fish cookies? Uh, I don't remember the exact
0: specification of the fish food that she was talking about but it was she did mention that she's like we'll make it
2: work uh, and and th- that's him naked with a teacup <laughs> I
1: mean background um the desktop background of my home computer once as like a joke uh i've never seen my mother more angry at me in my
2: life she was like holland tea uh, is a hot liquid you I not just drink it while you're naked i was he in is not allowed to have so
1: much trouble i thought it was funny and i got it so is funny much shit. it should be okay so here's i'm all right we're done
0: uh no let's transition through well, let's use this use it use uh, it uh use,
2: use it, it. Because
1: uh xander's nips
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go somewhere else but if we just yeah well, just okay, no, no. actually no you're right Nick Brendan's very very uh, manly and attractive He's in this episode yeah, yeah. He is attractive, yeah. Yeah. well okay
0: here's something interesting okay so let's, let's let's talk about the way that people treat Xander versus the way that treat, people treat Buffy okay. because Xander is pretty much fox moldering yeah. in that swimsuit mm-hmm. um, and everyone's fine with it right it's yeah. not a problem that the swim guys are walking around almost naked Totally, like, like I guess if you were to give a ratio, probably ten percent clothed,
2: ten percent for sure. Whereas Buffy thigh. is
0: fully clothed, mm-hmm. and
2: it's a huge issue in the school. Totally. Um, Although Xander has that moment where they look at him, and he's like totally embarrassed. You know, he grabs the kickboard, and it's no like, way, no, Don't yeah. look at my Fox molder. Yeah. <laughs> so he grabs a teacup. Right.
0: But, but it's it's it, there's totally a difference of like. a a woman wearing full not even revealing is extrapolated into this danger that is putting these men in a compromising situation that then excuses their terrible behavior right Mm. like that's like there's Mm -hmm. even just to say it for me this is how insane it is it's so many steps yeah in order to talk about like how that guy was super uh sexual abusey yeah
1: Rapey just rolls off the tongue
0: better. Yeah, but I don't want to say it.
1: I know, but I mean, that's what that's what that is. It's rape. We gotta say it.
0: Okay, okay I guess. Gotta we'll be able say, able to say the it. word. Yeah. It, well, the guy in the cars, it uh, the mm-hmm. is extremely rapey towards Buffy, making crude comments about her and like asking these terrible questions, yeah. and then she still gets blamed. And this isn't like one of those things where it's like, oh wow, I'm, this episode brought it to my attention. Mm-hmm. It's something that happens. It's like in the news at least once a week. It's crazy because school. this
1: episode was what like 1998, and they say. The lines that they say literally sound so ridiculous. Especially Mm -hmm. when the teacher is like, put some more clothes on. This isn't a nightclub or like like, look how she's dressed. And like all this stuff that like is still relevant today, almost 20 years later. Mm. Um, and it still sounds completely ridiculous now, but like that's that's how it is. And I Mm. like, yeah. And I remember like Mm -hmm. in school, like if I wore a tank top, I would have to wear something over it and it was that dumb. It's like two fingers rule for tank tops. And then you had the rule for like skirts or shorts is like if you put your arm straight down, it has to hit the end, and those were the clothing rules. And like sometimes yeah. I Whoa. like would be slightly off of them because also like it gets hot and like you wear whatever. And yeah. So like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be a thing. There's no was, reason for that to well, be. Well, and it was never that guys would get in trouble, and especially because like guys could wear pants that fucking like hung down to like their knees, yeah, and their boxes could yeah. like, be completely hanging out. And that was fine. And yeah. it was just girls getting in trouble for like...
2: Right. Like, what if a guy wore a tank top? That they like- did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Most of us... Tanks. I was on the cross-country team. Yeah. That's
0: how we dressed. Yeah.
2: Right. Did in our... Pass t- the two yeah.
0: fingers... Nope. That, no, uh, but, no, that yeah, yeah, we were super spaghetti cross country. But team. even like, even like cross
1: country uniforms, I've noticed because my sister does cross country. Mm-hmm, usually, mm-hmm. girls will wear it's like the same exact tank top, probably. Mm-hmm. But girls will wear it's not just a sports bra underneath; it's a sports bra and usually like a tank top, like something yeah. there so you can't see anything. Where guys will just wear these kind of like exposing tank tops, or like basketball mm-hmm. jerseys are the same thing. Like you can get away with it, mm-hmm. but a girl couldn't just wear a tank top and a sports bra; they would have to wear like something else underneath.
0: My A-cups were hanging out oh, in, in, in that attire, and it was never a problem. Also, like, our shorts were, like, I, I don't know exactly how much to divulge because it's weird now because we're adults and, like, referring to, like, weird stuff that happened in high school, but, like, I'll just I had a lot of male friends who would uh, very often expose their genitals mm-hmm. uh, and never got in trouble, huh. never got in trouble, whereas I had um, female friends who were fully dressed and would get in trouble. Yeah. But like a guy like pulling his like scrotum out and like showing it to people in front of teachers, it wouldn't be like that's illegal. Whereas like a girl's like you can see your bra strap that's the end of the world. It's yeah. crazy, it like is. it's freaking insane. And speaking as guys, mm-hmm. like it's not it's 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 uh, it's complete BS, mm-hmm. right? It's just to excuse like terrible behavior. Yeah. Because if I see someone like even partially exposed, it's not a thing where it's like oh well sorry I was being a decent social human being but now I have to become a monster. It's just it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not the case. Right. And yet that's how Snyder's treating it. That's how the coach is treating it in this episode.
2: Yeah, it's like the fact that Snyder is sort of the overseer of all of it. This is kind of just the slimiest incarnation of Snyder because in previous episodes, he's more so like Cartoon super villainy, right? Principle, the, the this moustached. is a time, yeah, yeah. This is a time where, especially in that scene where he's like, and try to put something
1: on. actually a villain that's where well, it's like, you and are And it's a- crazy because even before Cameron or whatever his name is is getting super rapy, he's yeah. like, he says that stupid, like, Holy uh, speech. he says, no pressure, I just enjoy being around you or whatever. Yeah. That's all, like. I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is guys that just like hang around you and they're like, oh, I'm not hitting on you. Like, I just want to be your, I just want to be near you. And like sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm friends with a lot of guys and sometimes it's like a friendship thing. But usually, like, if you just meet a guy or don't know a guy that well and they spend a lot of time around you, like, it's weird. It's not like they're not expecting anything about it. Like, it's very much like clearly they could say they're not doing that, but like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time they are. And I don't want to be like super judgmental, but like, yeah.
2: There's a goal. Yeah. There's a, Pursuit, yeah, right. right, yeah.
1: And then if you don't like, the automatic response is like, if they ask you out or the, if you're if they're interested, it's like, oh well, like you were totally leading me on or like, what did you think I wanted? Like, why were you like acting this way? And it's like, no, it's like, if I say no, like I wasn't doing anything. It yeah, just, like clearly no. I'm not interested, and you got the wrong idea. It's not my fault. It's this. It's interesting
2: because it's like that Buffy scene with Cameron. It's like everything he's saying is almost like, how do I even say this? It's like the cookie-cutter version of that repeated horrible occurrence that happens again and again. And again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's like, like the distilled, like, yeah. this
0: is, these are the main points, these are the key points. These are the talking
2: points of people who... Of that asshole. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes. And he looks like this. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason I have a prejudice against people that look that way. Is this a racial thing? Uh, I will not tolerate racism. My Guys,
0: what did I just say about not tolerating it? <laughs> nope. Both of you out. He's <laughs> but also, right. He doesn't just even say he's anything right.
1: interesting. He gets into all these like fucking like philosophical things about the ocean.
0: Ooh, the know? ocean like, conversation. Sometimes oh, I talk to the so, water. He's like, so Oedipal, uh, too, in that way, right? I mean, without killing his dad. It's just mostly he's attracted to his mom. I
2: Oh, yeah, wait, wait, who is he? He's saying there's, like, some swimmer who's like, oh, she was... The swim in the
1: English Channel and would, like, talk to the ocean. And it's also the, the fact
2: that the re- the reverse is extra slimy there because he's kind of trying to be uh feminist with being like, oh, I love this. There's this one famous historical woman swimmer. Yeah, yeah. so great and she's my idol and if that's even what that is. But I guess that's how I kind of am projecting yeah, onto yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Just because it's like, then the reversal is so quick of trying to be like Mr. Smooth and then going like, oof. There's a amazing Sarah Michelle acting moment where she just kind of was like, I can't even do it, but just, <laughs> just watch that scene or if you haven't watched it yet or go back and watch it and she is just hilarious in the scene up to mm. before the point where it gets creepy but it's like her boredom is just so genuinely beautiful yeah and it's just like i mean i forget how nice it is to just talk or in my case listen yeah <laughs> but she's great right there
1: god she's so terrible
0: there's an amazing on his like line delivery of those there's, there's an amazing also i mean props to those actors unless a, unless they didn't know that the camera was on and that's just who they are for, I think they were cast. Right?
2: I think they were <laughs> actors, right? Yeah. Because they do a really good job. I mean, definitely Prison Break guy.
1: Yeah, Wentworth Miller. Yeah. This is his first acting credit. Was
2: Whoa! it? No. Yeah. Good job, guy. Yeah. And he wasn't, if I'm to remember correctly, he was, that character wasn't a particular villain.
1: He was, like, less bad than the others. I think there's, like, the one scene where Buffy's basically, like, following him, and he's, like, kind of rude to her, mm-hmm. but then, yeah. like... After Angel attacks him, he's like, "Uh, walk me home." Like it's kind right. of like, yeah. He's definitely not the worst. That uh, conversation is probably the is, nicest out of all of them, that. That conversation not with
0: great. The, yeah, the one with it's Angel that. though is so weird to me. It's awful. It's so it's forced. So it's weird. so random. The oh, fact yeah. that he's like, "You nah. got to be talking about yeah, Buffy," but, but it's such like while yeah. it is like very it's it's cartoony in that way because like they have to get information yeah. out because David's got to go back to Crafty. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is it? Friend of the... Friend of the friend Just of the kidding. He, uh, he, <laughs> not, he actually... He loves Chris. Yes, and
2: he doesn't eat food. Unless <laughs> it is pre- previously selected for him. <laughs> Unless it's season five Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. No, he was beautiful. Cancel that joke. Yeah, cancel that too joke. a <laughs> too big of a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh, not our words, foxes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, or not fox, WB, right? WB? Yeah, WBs. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but that conversation, though, I feel like is something that, like, is... This this episode makes me so uncomfortable because there's so many moments of that and they ring so true uh-huh. Like that's a very like campy conversation like campy situation, but that conversation I've heard like 50 times I'm mm-hmm. just two guys hanging out there. It's like god. What's her problem? She's like hot and cold. It's like mm-hmm. t- two things. one if she okay, let's say that she she is this like Katy Perry like character That's built out in your insane freaking world Let's say that you're not a crazy person yeah. and that what you're saying is true in which case hey, you should probably have better taste. Maybe you shouldn't see people that are like emotionally abusive to you. Yeah. But here's the thing though, but you're, but you're not the same person and, no. this, and, and, the, and the world is not crazy. It's just that your take on this is just, I don't know, there's, I, I, I feel like I have this theory, I don't feel like I have this theory, but I have this theory where there's people who get stimulation from other people, right? Mm-hmm. And they will do anything and justify any way they can to maintain that stimulation in the same way that, like, uh, someone who's abusing drugs, yeah. right, will just be like, no, it's great. Like, it, it feels good. You know, they'll find any way to get a hold of that drug. Totally. Except that that drug or that stimulation is another human being. Yeah. It's so, like you were saying, Holland, like, guys are just, like, hanging around and, like, clinging. Like, when I'm trying to figure out, like, what is it? Like, what's going on there? It's just that thing where it's like, you make me feel something. I don't care how you feel. Yeah. Like, you're, me making your life better means nothing. Like, I need this thing from you. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll continue to get that no matter what.
1: Yeah. Know. It's it's weird because I definitely feel like that's I don't know if that's like a male privilege thing or like a confidence thing because it's like I've never necessarily felt that way. Cause like yes, I felt attractive to attracted to people, but I've never felt like they owed me anything. Or right. like, like that's that's just such a like weird concept to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I just don't yeah. understand like why the reversal would be true. But I, I, like, it just, I don't know, it baffles me. Well, you also seem like a healthy
0: person versus, and I'm not saying it's like, oh, they're crazy. Like, I do think it is, like, a socially unhealthy thing because I don't think it then leads to happiness. Right. Right, if you're pursuing that dynamic. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, I think it's, I mean, at its ultimate core, it is, I believe, tied, and and there's a second sentence to this, so this sentence, first sentence is going to sound... Not like what it is, but I think that ultimately it comes down to the need for love and uh, procreation. Mm -hmm. Which, like, on a human-animal level, it's like the desire for another in your life, or someone you're attracted to, is to find love from them. I think that then the desire of just sort of physical attraction and physical arousal is tied to that. Mm -hmm. And I think that then the way it gets warped, into these abusive societal situations is someone's upbringing. It's like in the case of American, and I'm sure this is not just an American thing, but I can only speak to the American experience, but that it's like American culture, at least on a boy's perspective, it's like you're raised kind of, you, you have to be, as an, as an American male, you have to be untaught Um not not this is a generalization mm-hmm. but in men, in almost perhaps more cases than not you have to be untaught the uh sexualization of women and having this sort of yeah. rogue this this pa- this this bully pack mentality cuz then boys develop it amongst each other and they uh it's i'm i hope that it's something that's kind of breaking but it's like when you grow up, like when I was listening to popular music, it was like, look at Blink-182. It's like Blink-182 is an example of a band a lot of people listen to and a lot of people still do listen to. But if yep. you look at it and recognize what they were perpetuating, they, yes, their songs. The Weezer effect. Yes. Right? <laughs> perhaps. Well, whenever I saw Weezer live, Weezer was pretty soft-spoken. But it was like Blink-182 <laughs> yeah. live was a horrific experience when I look back on it. Yeah. It was all about demeaning women. Mm-hmm. And it's like in their songs, it was like, "I love you, I love you, I want to be on a date with you." And then you'd go see them live. I want
0: to boink your mom.
2: It was about it was about sleeping with people's moms. It was about <laughs> it was about each other's dicks. It was about like asking the crowd and encouraging women to take their tops off. right It was like and then Adam Sandler films and South Park. and it's like, I don't try to I'm not trying to be like a tip or gore of a situation here, but it's like Eminem.
0: Like yeah. hip hop,
2: this is all stuff that I grew up on and was shaped by, and so many of our mm. uh, of our youth were, and I think that and that stuff still goes on because it's like you look at like the the double standard between Nicki Minaj and fucking, and I'm not trying to be, I hope I'm not like mansplaining here in any way,
3: uh, but it's feel. like
2: um the double standard would be like if Nicki says something, people shame her, but then um. If Big Sean says something, it's like no one even bats an eye. It's yeah. like Nicki's making um headlines with Anaconda. Yeah. But all these other sort of people who are doing the same thing, at least in hip hop, because I feel like rock music's kind of toned it down a little bit, but a lot well, of popular hip hop still perpetuates yeah. it. We're yeah. There's also
0: like the uber sexualization of black people versus like the desexualization of like young white boys, which yeah. is a weird thing. Yeah. yeah, YouTube is blowing my mind. No, it's it. definitely
1: yeah. really weird, but it's also this whole kind of like notion that like women aren't allowed to talk about sex. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like more recently, people have tried to like been go again, been people have been trying to go against and uh, there's more talk about female sexuality and women are supposed to be allowed to talk about mm-hmm. sex or like David Duchovny's dick. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm going <laughs> to make that shirt for I you. I said it. David
0: Duchovny's uh, dick. I'll whatever. I'll wear it to work. <laughs> Uh, the shirt. The shirt. The
2: shirt. Oh, what? Oh no! <coughs> it's got a visual. It was, um, a, it was a tough one. But
1: oh no! Um, right.
2: But it's like what we're talking. Like yeah. it, it extends into that scene with uh, like what you're saying with the swim team speedos versus Buffy's black shirt, which is like not even that crazy, but black, black shirt. Her-
1: it's not. It's just like. It's, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, when I see stuff like this, like, I'm like, oh, this, as gross as this episode is, I think it handles it well because it handles it more in a satirical sense. Yeah. Because there's literally a scene where, like, he throws her into the water and he's like, oh, they've already eaten. Boys have other needs. And I'm like. They're going to fucking rape her? I was like, did he just throw her in the water to get raped by these fishmen? How is that okay? But at the same time, like, yeah, it's talking about these really serious topics, but it's kind of like, Buffy can fight for herself, and it's like, it's kind of jokingly handled, but it's like, it's in a way where, like, you can tell that it's being satirical. Yeah. Whereas, and I'm like, oh, like, but also, like, this episode, again, is almost 20 years old, and I was like, I don't feel like we've actually gone anywhere on this.
0: Yeah, because this episode was written by two... Male writers, and I know that this right.
2: It was Fury right? and I'm Ellen is. That's kind of an ambiguous spelling of Ellen. It's E L oh, I N. I might be wrong. Then I'm sorry. I apologize. I can look them. No, no, Ellen Hampton co-wrote it with David. two then. male writers.
1: Uh,
0: but I, I, there's one thing that I I always I feel like lots of times people try to address to go off what you're saying, Holland. People try to address this issue, like when it's it's they're like you know abuse is out there and like sexualization of women and rape. We want to talk about it. But what they do is they have, usually, like, they put women in very degrading situations Mm -hmm. and then beat the crap out of them. And then the fact that they survive is, like, strong. Like, the whole, like, war cross origin thing. It's so hard because I,
1: and I think about it a lot because, and I think 90s television, which I watch a lot of, did it a lot where rape was just, like, this really common thing.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Or that was the main kind of thing that you could do to a woman. It's like, oh, she got raped. Watch her, like, overcome it and, like... Obviously, like Law and Order, SVU. That's yeah. like, oh, that's about Every third for the episode. most part. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard because sometimes I'll look at things and I'll be like, oh, like this is inspirational because, like, yeah, they're talking about this thing that sucks, but like this main character like isn't taking anyone's bullshit. But at the same time, I'm like, am I just finding inspiration in it because I need to, or yeah. is it actually like? Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like it's a good thing that they're talking about it, but then is it also still fucked up that this is happening? So yeah. So it's just like because I know I don't know Joss, but like I'm familiar with his work and I know how he thinks about things. Yeah. So I want to say it's more inspirational than. Yeah.
2: Did well, in this one, it out, it's kind it's of hard. this one doesn't fully land what it would try to say. It's maybe I'm wrong. I feel like it doesn't fully land it because it's like in. When people list forgettable episodes, they generally list Go Fish. Which is mm-hmm. funny because the forgettableness of it makes it miserable. Oh, Ellen is <laughs> exactly. a girl. Okay, oh, she was? So I apologize. Ellen I, compl-
0: I take that. Cool. Well, I just mean like that. I feel like I'm always comfortable whenever there's like any male presence and like that story structure. Yeah. Because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if you can put yourself in that situation as much as like mm-hmm. you are claiming to do. But it's right. different now because it's a co-writing team. So I was wrong. Ignore what
2: I said. Right, Uh, I I think it's, well I think it's even just, uh, the thought is that, and I love David Fury, I'm sorry. Oh, Fury's awesome. He's great. I think that it's like, like you were just, like the way you just said it, um, Holland, is crazy, because ultimately, even in the entire series of Buffy, now that you've said it in that way, and as you look at it, it's like, what that coach was intending to do to Buffy is one of the most terrifying situations she's ever been in. Mm-hmm. More terrifying, perhaps, even... I mean, it's not because we know she's strong and that she'll be able to overcome it, but the concept of what's being done to her mm-hmm. is not really given weight. It's yeah. sort of yeah. d- finished in about two minutes. But
1: also, and then I notice that, too, when she goes into the library to talk to, like, Willow and Giles and Xander, and, like, yeah, they're researching, but, like, she's talking about what happened, and she's being really kind of, like over-the-top about it and, like, going on a rant. But, like, they didn't seem interested at all. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Buffy's, like, talking a lot. But, like, also this guy, like, tried to assault yeah. her. Like, maybe you could, like, pay attention and, like, not act like she's just, like, spouting off a bunch of, like, bullshit. Like, I, that, that was a weird me. Because I was like, why aren't they,
2: they just ignored reacting it flat out. to this? Yeah.
1: This is strange. Willow
0: was more upset about, like, having to pass a kid that she didn't want to pass Yeah, class. I was yeah. like,
1: which, uh, that was also fucked up. But, like, I just... It's weird because I feel like Buffy handles it well, but I don't know if the situation as a whole is ever kind of, like, discussed and handled well. Because she seems Mm -hmm. to kind of be handling it by herself and also kind of joking about it, but in a more kind of, like, sarcastic, like, this is how I'm coping with this Mm -hmm. way. But no one else seems to be as disturbed as she is. Except Xander. I mean, Xander does confront him, and he's like, oh, I'm glad that, like, Buffy, like, you know...
2: I mean, Xander, he's one of the main, uh, he's, throws himself into the undercover situation. It's like, I think that part of that is connected to the idea of one, yes, he's part of the gang and he's heroic now, but it's like, it's a situation where he is being protective of her. Yeah, I mean, Xander's good
1: in this episode. mm -hmm. And I, I, again, like, I really like how he confronts Cameron. Yeah, he he,
2: he goes straight
0: up to him. Because he was the only person. But I do think there are some, I feel like Giles would have been like way more... Protective as a father yeah. figure kinda. Of.
2: I think that it's like there's almost two uh what's the word? Like two hats that this episode wears yeah. and then it ultimately decides to wear its Monster of the Week hat as opposed I, to its yeah. metaphor hat.
1: I like i would really be really interested in like what the co-writing process was like and like who wrote what scenes mm-hmm. yeah. and if it was more of like a, i'm writing this part you're writing this part and that's why it didn't necessarily come together
0: yeah because marty knoxon said that this episode's about um athletes and subs and and um st- and steroid abuse which i don't care. i feel like that it's that not like, really like, no. it's definitely in it. not like yeah. it's just there and that helps yeah. talk else talk about yeah the idea of like these over these like men who just will do anything to achieve some sort of trophy yeah. that honestly doesn't, it's not like, and this maybe this is me being judgmental because I came from a high school that like went to that had a football team and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. but, um, and like I had friends on the swim team and everything, but it's just one of those things where like the way that Snyder's like treating these kids, these guys so well, and the way that everyone's talking about it, it's just silly, right? You're just like, yeah, it's the swim team. Right. You know, it's we're not we're not curing a disease here. This is no. the swim team. And everyone paying so much credence to that. I think it's in the same way that like the guys putting so much all of them putting different emphasis on Buffy and being like, we gotta get to know her, we gotta get close to whatever. It's like, right, but the thing that I think you're fighting for is an imagined idea. Mm-hmm. It's not actually like you do understand that Buffy's on a trophy, in the same way that like your swimming trophy is not that important. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I think that there's and the the coach as the as the surrogate father for all these guys
2: definitely embodies that mentality, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, no, totally. I think that if another pass was ever done at like the script of this episode that like it would be amping up that and having it not be the steroid episode, having it yeah be the jocks who are given this sort of domineering male privilege. Uh, that are sexualizing Buffy, and I think that ultimately would have been... So the, usually if Giles be the voice of reason, right? Yeah. He's usually the one who's just like... Giles
1: isn't really like prevalent in this episode. No. He,
2: does he even say much? No. He's almost kind of just yeah. functional. Yeah. yeah. He's functional in the monster of the week solving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all the Willow, like... The Willow teacher stuff is like pretty... Constant in this second half of the season. <laughs> yeah. I, just, like, I was
1: like, why is she still a teacher? And then Snyder talks to her to kind of be like, we can't find anyone to replace you. I'm like, you hire fucking anyone at this point. <laughs> you, like, you, you don't <laughs> vet anyone. Yeah. So why are you having such so a hard time now? So I'm just like, I'm like, Willow should not still be teaching. Because she was in this class. Why like, just, what did they do? Oh, he
0: doesn't computers. Not but like, but also like
1: what did what did they do? Just evil. be like, all right, you'll get an A in this class if you finish teaching it because she was in it. So I'm just like, how does that work?
0: Yeah. That's like, I mean, yeah, I think it's
1: like is she getting paid at all? Probably not. Like, yeah.
0: whoa, it's, you're right. That's actually the union should be really throw mad about this Well, oh, no, I'm sure she's not. Doing this
2: teach. No one's talking about that either. Willow's being uh Employed for free? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's child labor. It is. (laughs) is. I
1: did love. I loved all of like Willow's interrogation scenes. I was like, I don't know why this is happening, but I love it. So Jonathan, they're classic.
2: It's the first time Jonathan's ever called Jonathan. Yeah. 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 We didn't even talk about Jonathan. I mean, showrunner of Empire. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. What the fuck?
2: He's a super nice guy, by the way. I hung out with him at the Apple Store.
0: Hung out's a big term. He bought something. (laughs) 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 I'm best
2: friends with him. Yeah. He, uh, buys, he buys Apple products, but he. Uh, I mean, Jonathan also is abused in this episode in yeah, a different yeah. way. But it's yeah. like the first time we see him, he almost drowned him. But then yeah. it's weird that it's oh. like he. You know, he like he hates that Buffy kind of defends him. I still, I'm not quite sure what that was.
1: Because well, I mean, that's very much like a, a girl can't defend me because I'm a man thing. Yeah, I guess. And that's when true. you're less manly, it's even worse. So yeah, because mm-hmm. that's uh, you know like what you're right. The I... ultimate terrible thing I John
0: Leguizamo'd my way through life up until probably the age of 25 where I was like I'm not gonna be the strongest so I'm just gonna try to be the funniest (laughs) if I can make them laugh then they'll be too busy laughing and they won't see me running
2: away Mm. Um, which I did well because
0: I was on the cross country
2: team Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I kind of variced my way through high school (laughs) (laughs) sort of stuck to the shadows knew the secrets
0: Holland was a little finger that's what I'm going to guess.
1: Oh, is the worst.
0: What a Littlefinger thing to say. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he actually does say that about himself. No, he doesn't. He doesn't.
0: Sansa's like, why would you leave him here? Honestly, Sansa, Fucking it's because Littlefinger's, Littlefinger's the
1: worst. Littlefinger tries to Peace. fuck Sansa.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Not the bad. whole thing is weird. Game of know. Thrones is a weird show for me now. It's too weird for me I'm now. I'm
1: not caught up, but I know what happens, and I'm just probably
0: It gets probably pretty depressing. It gets almost even, irredeemably depressing. But it's depressing. just like,
1: I don't,
3: like, I don't give a
1: shit. I read the
0: books, and, like, I get sad when stuff happens. But in the show, I'm just like,
3: I don't know why you made that change. <laughs> How'd
2: you make that more horrific? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's because HBO is just
0: like, we need to be HBO. Yeah. You can't have this on AMC. I'd
1: rather just watch Silicon
0: Valley. No. Yeah.
2: Uh, Here's a... <laughs> just saying. This just might be saying. a different topic altogether, but... <laughs> but <laughs> charmed. <laughs> charmed, those demons pretty easy to vanquish <laughs> <laughs> maybe Buffy should have just I been using their magic
1: my Shannon Doherty
2: hate yes please oh man you I have to mind. have you on
0: the episode where I'm reviewing the movie oh
1: yeah the movie that we watched it was
0: terrible the Charms <laughs> Holland's Shannon Doherty hate is I know she's in the room but <laughs> all Shannon Doherty hate is not normal like it's true hate it's pretty it's pretty ugly it's pretty nuts. She hasn't
2: really you done Colin. that much. She, you insulted she, she her had face. To, she
0: had to, she had to
1: leave Charmed because she was so terrible to work with.
2: True. Oh, really? That's why they yeah. replaced her with Paige?
1: Yeah, because no one could deal. I
2: watched Charmed. Charmed was great. <laughs> Secret. <laughs> secrets revealed. Charmed would
1: rerun at the same time <laughs> as Buffy. They would rerun back to back.
2: That's why I watched it. But you it.
0: kept insulting her face.
1: Uh, her face doesn't look very good right now. <laughs> she did not age well. I don't know why she's still acting.
2: Piper, crew, <laughs> Phoebe, Page. You're just fine
0: with this. The things that were just <laughs> said by Holland. You're like, yep, normal Hollywood Love talk. Your face. That's just casting couch
2: chat. <laughs> well, I have nothing against her face. Um,
1: <laughs> then why are you on my side?
2: I am. Why I do mean, you what
1: <laughs> do you have why do you have loyalty to shit in Derricky? Mall
0: rats. That's okay. I was like, and also, I yeah, he's People's right. faces—it's not her fault. Yeah, faces. Just people just, can like, do Google whatever it. they want with their let's faces. Let's just Google it. Let's just no, let's no, no, because no. we're gonna find a picture of more Mulder in a speedo.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, what? I was like, what's he gonna say? Sharon <laughs> Doherty is just in like a red speedo.
1: No thanks.
2: Um, but I do think that um, in the same way that. Hmm, in the same way that we were talking about how stuff like that's stuff that is as seemingly innocent as Blink 182 and South Park and Adam Sandler films, or even Kevin Smith films, let's be honest. Uh, Jay and no. Silent Bob are pretty vicious. Oh, yeah. them is, ca- yeah, yeah, them is. Car- Jay is foul. Jay is a, is a foul demonic man. in yeah. his views of the fairer sex. I mean, <laughs>
0: come
2: on. You know they can't see this, right? Like, you know, let's not be You're mean to she Shannon in. Doherty. <laughs> Look, she, she hasn't drank her coffee yet. <laughs> um, but in the same way that, because it's like Eminem, I respect Eminem as almost like an art piece. I mean, one, he's an incredible rapper, but the second time it's like he has that song, Whatever I Say I Am, mm-hmm. that thing, and it's like, you know, uh, how they... How they blame it on Marilyn, and the, it's it's sort of yeah. the idea of he's like, um, uh, don't get mad when they listen to me and run up in the school shoot when they pissed at the, t- uh, at the teach. Yeah, is a line that he says in another song. So uh, this, not necessarily just to use this episode as that, but it's because we kind of brought that up in mm. the uh, in the topic of it, but in <sighs> when. Where is the line on the glorification of violence and of negative sexualization? And it's like, culture does it so much. Even Buffy, which we love. uh, And all the things that we build our, honestly, our fandoms off of are built around violent heroes. Yeah. And they are violent heroes and we get an excitement. When they enact acts of violence, yeah. When Buffy cuts off a guy's head, we're like, yes, and it's set up in a way that it's yes, we like the vanquishing of evil. But at the same time, especially like in light of you know, not we have to get too much into this, but in light of like the Paris attacks, Uh the Paris attacks, and the Beirut attacks, and everything that's been going on, that's constantly seemingly going on. It's like, does does the cultures of the safe worlds? like, I guess what I would refer to as the safe worlds be kind of like villages of Europe and America that don't really see too... Like, like violence is more common now, but it's less common than it is elsewhere in the world. Do, does does our hero worship play into that?
0: Uh That's interesting. Okay, I, I was going to chime in with one thing, and I think... This will probably be the last because I see the hand slowly yeah, yeah, going totally. towards the bell, but very peacefully, very yeah. softly. It's yeah. more to just maybe even lean on and whisper to the bell. Yeah. Um, but because you, if you look at the history of a lot of our heroes, yeah, uh, the heroes that we kind of just keep traveling with, like Beowulf and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, like, pretty, like, the, the victories are usually yeah. violent, like, I'm right? thinking of, like,
1: Greek mythology or, like, Roman mythology and just, like, stuff that you read as kind of, like, classics or, like, um, creation myths, like,
2: or yeah. creation stories. Yeah. Like, everything is... Super violent.
1: Violent, yeah.
2: Yeah, the Greeks, it's, like, so many of the Greeks' heroes are born of rape, are yeah. born of, like, not only rape, but incestual rape.
3: Yeah, And it's,
2: like, because the Greeks, when you read... Back and here, I mean, I, so much of it was just like told uh, orally, but like mm. if you read all of like the Ovid stuff and uh, or anything from like Herodotus or whatever, it's like,
1: but it I mean, so is the, so the Bible
2: totally, like exactly. Red. It's like all of these yeah. old stories are so vicious, and then it plays into it's like the modern version of it being like Superman, Batman. It's like,
0: yeah, well, I, I mean, that's what that's what that's why I even when there's off seasons, I'm st- I will always be a huge Doctor Who fan because they write a show where the climax of every episode is not a fight. Yeah? Well I mean it's it might be in a in a in a way that they're arguing or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they managed to do a show where every single episode the doctor has a showdown and it's not fist to fist. Yeah. If there's no gun except for one time when they need to flip to the top cuz the angels were coming. But he didn't he shot like a gravity ball. Mm-hmm. You know it's never it's that's such a challenge that I feel like as from a writing perspective, like it's hard to even imagine that. Yeah. Like imagine writing a comic that's just about, uh, that's exciting, that's still seen as a very exciting and sexy show without it being violent. Yeah. Like Star Trek, I feel like is able to do a lot of that. But, Great example, Star Trek. Uh, but it's still, it's not as, it's still almost a different kind of show for me. It's like less exciting. But then you get like uh, like Voyager and stuff like that where it is a little bit more violent and you get a dash of that back in. Mm-hmm. Whereas Doctor Who is super exciting. They're yeah. always running down those explosions, but the, the showdown is always about peace and understanding.
2: Totally. Yeah, and it's like in Buffy, I mean, that's the story. It's not like, I mean, I love, uh, I don't love anything more than I love Buffy, but still, it's like Buffy and honestly even more so when the Angel show comes around. I mean, Angel is brutal. I mean, but also he's, uh, you know, some of like the most, like, cheer-worthy moments that I guess that these things elicit. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when we go see Star Wars Force Awakens, I don't know the moments in it, but I'm sure some of the most, like, crowd-cheering moments are going to be these epic, violent overturns. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have the answer to it, but lately I've been, as I've kind of been looking over all of my, like, like, going to cons and, which I've, love to do but I'm it's like weapons check is like there's <laughs> there's no like boots check <laughs> or and obviously they don't you know, right. need to really check your boots unless you're going on a plane but it's like we, we why should, we got so many weapons we're weapon holders <laughs> well, yeah why we got so many weapons we yeah. love weapons so it's a weird thing well I
0: the one on, I think you and I I don't know Chris instead if you can chime in as much yeah. on this I don't want to say too much without spoiling anything yeah. although I want to say I think the movie spoils itself but that's a separate conversation um, but one thing I liked about Spectre is that with yeah. uh, this most recent iteration of Bond, or the only Bond, I guess, <laughs> for you, all. The only Bond. No, I uh, don't.
1: Daniel know Craig isn't the first Bond, I just, I haven't watched.
0: Any. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, but the whole conversation is, it's where they're just like, you need a man, like, why do we need a spy versus a drone, right? It was like a big conversation in Skyfall. I so. thought
1: that was actually, I was giving Spectre a lot of shit, but I found that really interesting. And I really like, yeah, they do have a whole conversation where it's like, you can only train someone so much. Um, but, like, killing someone is a totally different thing. Yeah. At the end, you need to look the person in the eye, and that's what's going to tell you whether or not this person is truly evil. Mm-hmm. And I found that so interesting, because, like, like, especially yeah. in, the, like, the culture we're living in now, where we do have drones, and we can send drone strikes to fucking, like, murder people. Like, I don't like guns already. Yeah. Just, like, something like that just completely baffles me, because they take the human element out of it. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, we're just making it like a video game well, and then it's fine. Like, yeah. The
0: conversation between like, Hugh and, and Bond in, in Skyfall, when there's like, sometimes it's he, like, you need a man on the ground to know when to pull the trigger. And then Bond yeah. turns to him and goes, and, no, you need a man on the ground to know when not to. Yeah, exactly. And Inspector, that, that was the moment where yeah. I was just like, wow, this is, I approve of this film, even though yeah. the script was five different Bond films put together. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot
1: that was good. I was just telling... You know what? No. I was telling someone how much... how oh, Big was Big today. Big Hero you know 6. Genuinely. Like, I
0: feel like we do have a few stories, but yeah. they just don't catch on because I think that violence is so inundated in our narrative. It's, Whether it's, it's in our culture yeah. or not. I mean, it's in our culture because stories, but... It's
1: hard, though, because I know, like, I'm definitely attracted to violence, and I do watch a lot of really violent, like, films. And, like, so I was just talking to someone today... Because I was going to go see uh, Goodnight Mommy and someone was telling me, they were like, you know, it's basically just like European like torture porn. Like it's just one Mm. of those movies like it's like funny games or something. And I was like, but I like that kind of stuff because there's a weird part of me that is just like really into watching this like violence. But at the same time, I don't think of myself as a violent person.
0: Nika Harper said it really well where she's, like, we're attracted to things that are scary to us and yeah. foreign to us. And for mm-hmm. some of us, with violence, like with horror films, like, we're interested in seeing, like, Jason run around and do that. Yeah. Because we, because it's, that's so foreign to us that we need to see it in fiction. Because if we saw it in real life, we would
2: be so appalled, right? right? Is yeah. it a catharsis? Is it like... I don't think so. Okay. I so mean, not not for me, at least. It's not like a, in every primal creature, there's a violent impulses that are being satisfied by watching these horrific images? I know that the cold-hearted scientists of the world might say that, but
0: speaking as an artist... I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> speaking as an artist? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It? No, um, I, I think... I, What I think is that we like to see achievement and we like to see characters vanquish evil. Lots of times we associate evil with violent acts, right? Especially mm-hmm. in this post 9 culture, right? Oh, yeah. But... And so, I think for me, I get, I get very upset when I see a, a villain do... A violent act. I get excited when I see a hero stop that villain with a violent act. Mm-hmm. But now, me, where I am in my life, I get so freaking excited when I see a hero defeat a villain with non violence in yeah. a film or a TV series, like in Big Hero 6 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that to me is when, like, if Walter White throws anything and explodes, I'm like, whoa, that was sick. When someone doesn't pull the punch and just walks away, that's in the theater when I want to yeah. stand up and be like, I that mean, was
1: that's, dope. That. Yeah. Always yeah. ultimately means so much more. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: I mean, uh is it is it spoilerific to spoil the end of Harry Potter now? It's so <laughs> late, so much later. No,
1: I mean, no. can I say
2: like very specifically the end? Because it's kind of an example. Spoiler
1: alert! If you have. Yeah, if you haven't. Harry spoiler Potter, alert! If you haven't Harry done Harry, Harry Potter time yet, to
2: not now for is the time to. Yeah. Here's where I think that the full difference between the Harry Potter film ending, which I think they. Ruined mm-hmm. versus the Harry Potter book ending, which I think is incredible and mm-hmm. speaks to what you're saying, is the difference. is yes, the Battle of Hogwarts is a lot of brave people putting their lives on the line in violent form mm-hmm. to stand up against unspeakable, unrecon- unreconcilable evil. Yeah. However, when Harry finally defeats Voldemort, he defeats him unviolently. Yeah and he yeah, in that moment where they're facing down, Harry is, and they completely took us out of the movie. Harry is because it probably doesn't seem like as visual of a thing, but it's him. He's kind of almost verbally just destroying Voldemort. He's mm-hmm. just he's he's calling him Tom. He's not calling him Voldemort. It's like he's 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 letting him truly understand, and he's letting the last shred of soul that's left in Voldemort understand why he is evil and why he should why he was ultimately yeah. defeated and I think that's what weakens Voldemort to the point where yeah. he throws the Avada Kedavra at Harry and Harry reflects it with an Expelliarmus uh-huh. and so Harry never a Signature spell baby Signature <laughs> Signature and I like at the beginning of that um, book they set up the idea that uh, Expelliarmus which Gives is the away. disarming spell is the thing that makes people know that it's Harry yeah. because they know that he will never uh, yeah. he doesn't like to he won't throw a killing curve like Batman Similar. (laughs) Similar. No, Batman uses Expelliarmus. That's true. (laughs) Maybe you haven't read since the Bob Kane days. Uh... And there's another thing, but then Omar and I were talking about how please stop shaming Batman's parents' deaths. It's despicable. (laughs) It's disgusting. It disgusts me. And it's like, it's so casually done and it's different when it's like our friend Jay has this series of art where he kind of makes funny out of sad things, but because yeah. it's not him just doing it to Batman, he's doing it to everybody.
0: Yeah. But it's also like not, it's funny in the sense that it's so much emotions that mm-hmm. he, Jay pushes you to that point where you have to laugh, because you're just like, ah! Yeah. And some people don't even get there. Some people are just like, this is so sad. Totally. It's just the saddest moments of things. It's just the saddest moments of
2: like... Yeah. Saddest, yeah. Our friend Jay, he would he, be super emo friends, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yep, yep. Anyway, that's a whole. Sorry, I'm falling yeah. down a rabbit hole of things. But I'm really,
0: quickly to wrap wrap this up. Yeah, please, say, please to, stop to, me. <laughs> to pull it over, to pull it over to Joss, uh, and then and then we'll cap it. Um, one thing I really really like about uh, his evolution of work in terms of the the bigger stuff he's done recently is Avengers was so exciting because we beat Loki and we're mm-hmm. killing all these aliens and Hulk is smashing people right like when Hulk is punching people we're cheering and that was Avengers one. I love that in, in Age of Ultron, they get to the mm-hmm. climax and they're just like, do we fight? Is it going to be about us killing robots? And it's like, no, nope. Save the island. Yeah. Save the town. That's what we're doing. That's what the heroes are doing. The robots are going to get in the way. Honestly, they're not even sort of like super alive anyway. So mm-hmm. just get them out of the way, but we need to get these people off. That's our main goal. That's awesome. And and yeah. I love that. And the whole, even the defeat of Ultron. Okay, this is a spoiler. So go ahead and cover yours. If you haven't spoiler seen for kind of Age of
1: Ultron. Did we already do an episode of Age of Ultron? Than
0: we <laughs> But is the fact that it's, first of all, it's not the Avengers together fighting something. It's vision and a conversation with Ultron. Two, it pretty much happens off screen. It's yeah. blocked by a tree. And so it's not this, and it's not a, a great little like, boom, let's all celebrate. It's a very sad, unfortunate, like this mm-hmm. thing was given life. This is what happened. What we cheered for was watching Cap like grab a woman, pull her up, and then Thor pulling up the, the car and everyone yeah. saving people's lives. And that's what I love. And I think that that's great. That's what makes Ultron for me so much better than Avengers. It's just that. Is that the heroes doing hero stuff? Yeah. That's a great point. I didn't even think of that.
2: And it's our bell.
0: We have a tiny bit of time left. Uh, I know we've been talking a lot because there's so much to talk about. This episode that's supposedly forgettable. I don't
1: know. I really liked it. I had, again, I had forgotten about it, but I really enjoyed watching it. I think Mm. it's a. I, just, I really like this episode. This is, They're all this pretty is super great. It's a good season. This yeah.
2: is a yeah great season. We're almost at the end. You know? Yeah. Right. Oof. Yo. Uh, yeah. Sorry Yo. to go so off. I mean, we did a lot of the episode. Yeah. But, yeah. but
0: we're also in this podcast to talk about life, so exactly. <laughs>
2: which we live through Buffy.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Really quickly, we're going to do an extra cook activity, which means we are going. Get- oh God, an extracurricular activity. I'm so sorry, Becca Scott. <laughs> well, we're gonna make something up on the spot inspired by this week's episode. So, Holland, what are we gonna do?
1: Um, I have a few ideas. I think I'm gonna go with this one. Um, so I like how there is a container of Barnum and Bailey's animal crackers yep. at the bronze. I just wanna know like how they pick their snack selection at the bronze. Uh where does this go? Um yeah, like, we the seriously bronze. just make it up. We yeah. just
0: make it up on mm-hmm. the spot. So. Right. Yeah, I great. know. We don't plan this. <laughs> great. But is, okay. it,
1: is it like. A,
0: Are we going like, to be like the staff of the Bronx? It's not a cooking show. Bronze? I feel like
1: it's more like a committee. Like, yeah. Oh, you know what? Staff of the bronze. We never really see weekly Weekly <laughs> meeting. Uh, the monthly bronze? meeting. The really quick yeah. monthly. Mm-hmm. Like marketing yeah. meeting. Uh, okay. Or uh, it's not really a marketing Faculty meeting. Faculty. No. Faculty. Nope, like no. No. that is a
0: Robert Staff uh, meeting. Yeah. Staff meeting.
1: <clears throat> uh, hi, yes, so we are starting our staff meeting. I know 8 a.m. is super early, especially <sighs> since we are uh, a, a nighttime establishment. Right. Uh, but we really we really need to get our shit together, guys. We need to figure out what uh, the menu is going to be for the upcoming month. What are we going to be serving? I mean, I did, tea seems to be popular um, among the youth. Uh, I don't know.
2: Do we serve alcohol? I can't quite... I mean, tell yet
1: yeah, yes but like it's not technically alcohol it's one of oh, those it's like a syrup pop. thing like a, I mean we 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 serve it if they know what to ask for if you get what I mean we have a secret menu you okay. ask for butterbeer it's
2: butter
0: a beer. secret menu
2: wait did Nigel alcohol? just say Nigel did you say syrup
0: yeah like a syrup like um like good hurt on Venice how that like it's not actual alcohol it's just a syrup
2: <laughs> yeah Should we get some of that? That sounds pretty good. Yeah, you know
1: what? That sounds really hip and trendy. Okay, I'll put it down. Probably go good with the animal crackers that you suggested last month that we have a- Huge hit. Yes, a huge hit, but also we have a surplus of them because someone added a few extra zeros on the order form. I can send you back to that typing class. Please. Robert, I mean, I know that you're new to computers, but- we can't go that much over budget
2: again. Look, I'm I'm sorry, my, my. It was fifty thousand boxes. Fifty thousand boxes, Robert. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't see the decimal. I mean,
1: it's fine. I, we've started putting them in these displays on the bar. I think some people think they're a decoration. It's I mean, been going well. I just yeah, but we have to get people to buy them. Sometimes people just get drunk or not drunk drunk, but you know, just like having a good time. And they just take a box of animal crackers and it's not always accounted for because we don't always have people
0: out on the floor, Robert. We can't continue to have this That's still Even with the decimal point, it still would have been 500 boxes. And
2: look, I figured we would invest better in animal crackers because the peanuts were what were attracting uh, the, the roaches. Uh, we, we do this fumigation day party every year I
3: know,
1: and it's
2: like I know it's a fun night but like come on guys it's because we have so many roaches that we need to have a party about it these I think will attract less roaches
1: yes I know I mean Robert yes I mean it's a good idea and I know you mean well but I just maybe we should just buy more foods that go with animal crackers maybe we should just plan the menu around animal crackers
0: I've got four words for you are you ready Ness Cafe Gold oh yeah.
2: <laughs> wow you
1: know, I feel like I saw a commercial for that
2: once. Oh yeah Nigel bringing in his foreign exports of delight <laughs> I you just watched what? the Ad that's it <laughs> uh.
1: I, you know I feel like that's a good idea I mean it goes it goes well with the animal crackers I mean you could always spike it with a little of syrup um mm. if need be you can add milk to it I mean kids will drink anything if it's
2: and it's got you got milk in it.
1: Yeah, you know. you
2: dump a few, and hey, maybe you buy one, you get a free 20 crackers.
1: Hmm. And
2: that's how we get rid of this. Exactly. Ah, that's
0: a good
1: deal. That is, that is a good deal. This could work.
0: The bronze team strikes again. And the bronze team. Let's put our hands in. Oh, bronze on three. Bronze on three. One, one two, two, three. Bronze. bronze on three. Oh,
1: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, you know what? This is, this is a good idea. So, I mean, hopefully... I, uh, I mean, they they do, my name. You don't know my name, I, Robert. You've been working here for twelve months. I, that's I've, that's a year.
2: Look, I've always called you, Cynthia. But
1: it's not. It's not Cynthia. Cynthia is not a name. <sighs> my name is Lilith. That has always been my name. <sighs> it's Lily, like the fan. Lily also
0: works. Yes. Lily. I mean,
2: okay. So I think the, I thought is, I heard someone say that That's why I keep calling her Tomlin. Lily. Oh, I thought that. thought that you were calling her tomlin because i thought it was like an english nickname
1: we can't guys we can't argue we really this is a good idea i think our menu is good we just need to make sure we keep attracting new teenagers which i know is kind of hard since everyone is getting pulled off but you know what it's it's fine it's fine we're still the most popular establishment here in sunnydale hopefully these teenagers just keep skipping grades i don't know i I don't know
0: can I still keep booking really, really moody bands?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they seem to like it. All their friends are dying. They want to listen to sad music. It just sounds, sounds about right.
2: Right. And can I still please be in charge of chalk duty? I mean, I know I'm not good with typing, but my chalk work is at least passable.
1: I uh, get, yeah, you know what? Fine, Robert. Yes.
2: Fine. All right. Bronze on three. Bronze on three. One, two, two three. three. Bronze. bronze. On three. I have
0: bronze.
1: Uh, I'm officially ending this meeting, and, uh, you know what? Just take some mental
2: guys. For the road. Thanks, India. i little is fair. I mean, ah. Oh. I'll take care of this Tomlin.
0: And that's our <laughs> final bell. <laughs> man, we dove into this episode.
2: Didn't mean that. I didn't mean <laughs> that. Damn it. Uh, things got a little fishy uh, at one point. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh God. man. You might say there was some mercury that went to the old thing on this one because we were acting wacky. <laughs> <while> we were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> I should just... like, uh, have. <laughs> there is no
1: mercury in swimming pools. Is there?
3: <laughs>
0: there yeah. isn't fish. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yo. kick call, kick call, now call, I get it. it. I got it. Yeah, oh, Madison, wow. you mad as a hatter, so take your medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
3: mean
0: Flory. We got it. it was uh, nice. That was great. Uh, that was, yeah, that was an awesome, guys, so Mike am still on.
2: Uh, that was a I, uh, great session.
1: I was just trying to see if I missed anything. Oh. Merman. <laughs> Merman. I wanted to make that quote the whole episode.
2: I forgot. I can just imagine Holland by herself watching this episode, like, every five minutes, she's going, Merman. <laughs> Merman.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, what is she doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> just the pulls out to the bathroom door,
0: she's, like, plugged in. That's where she's watching it at work.
1: I was watching it at work.
0: In the bathroom?
1: Uh, no, at my cubicle.
0: Oh, that's a better place. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are almost done with season two. We are almost done with season two. This is absolutely insane. Yeah. We cannot thank you guys enough. We really can't for all the support that we get, all the awesome interaction we have on social media. That was Holland doing a fish. Thank you. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Say thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we really do appreciate you. It looks like a fish. Yeah, you have to see it. She's got the fingers in front of the mouth. It's like a cuttlefish on the side sort of thing. Um, But we really, really appreciate you guys hanging out with us and chatting about Buffy. It means so much, and this is such a blast, and we love doing it. Yeah.
2: Uh, Chris, where can they find you? Hello, I'm Chris Bramanti. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as a Montioc, or you can find me with a musical improv group called Robot Teammate and the Accidental Party, Robot Teammate on Twitter and Periscope, or in L.A. if you're in L.A., Holland, where can
1: they find you? Uh, My name is Holland Farkas. You can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas. Facebook, Holland Farkas. I write for a variety of websites. Just had an article go up on FemSplain. I write for Amy, 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 Amy Polar Smart Girls. Um, And Keegan Sundry sometimes. I also work for Rocket Jump and I'm on their Twitch three days a week at 4 p.m. And we have a show coming to Hulu in two weeks. So my life is crazy. My life is crazy.
2: The name of the
1: show? Uh Rocket Jump. The show.
2: I, anyway, easy to remember.
1: I'm in. I'm actually in one That's awesome. episode. You're, on Hulu?
2: Bit, You're on Hulu. You're gonna be on Hulu.
1: Gonna be on Hulu for a little bit. I'll let you know when that happens. That's crazy. It's for a very short period of time. That's awesome.
2: It's not Huge. really
1: any speaking. It's very short.
2: But maybe people will be like, I know that girl. Get, get her there back. She is. Her yeah. for the Sabrina get remake. Get girl. Yeah. The movie, not the TV there, show. Again? <laughs> no, just kidding. Again. No, I don't want to make you upset. we need to talk about Memento. The Sabrina I sequel, die. where Harrison Ford comes back and from the dead.
1: But but yeah. the it original- was all true. He's not dead. I thought he was. Oh, in the movie or
0: Harrison. Oh, no. No, Harrison Lord. Ford is alive
2: and well. God. Let's just quickly No, I knew that. We haven't done this in a while. Let's- <laughs> I forget the end of the film, Sabrina. He dies. Does he? No.
1: I just think the original. No, the whole the whole because I've only seen I've only down. seen the original Sabrina, and the whole thing is that she's trying to kill herself and then she does it. Because yeah. he
2: Oh, and the and, and the, the brother thing sits thing, on the. It's glass. like Audrey. Gentler. It's like Audrey Hepburn and. Right. Mm-hmm. I
1: love her so who's much. In, is it, it's not Cary Grant. Is it? Who's in Sabrina?
0: Oh, oh no no it's um uh, uh Bogart, yeah. Bogie. Is it Humphrey Bogart? Yeah. oh
1: Fuck yeah. They keep
0: it in the family. Who plays her in the Harrison Ford version? Who oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm oh, looking it Somebody a, great. It's very popular. That's
1: uh, probably like Audrey tattoo. Oh, or Julia Ormond. Oh.
0: Yeah. Although Audrey tattoo would be perfect. Would have been great. Yeah, but it wasn't like
1: that knew of her remake it was 95 she was probably
0: like an infant oh 20 year anniversary uh I'm Omar you can also find me at youtube.com slash tuberogeeks or on twitter at tuberogeeks you can also find me at my personal twitter at Omar Najam and I am making videos with Tom Link right now actually with <laughs> is a huge word I'm making vi- I shoot videos for Tom Link that's my that's my thing right now <laughs> and Steven's producing his podcast can I say that yeah Yeah. yeah. so awesome you guys are
2: like and crew of Tom Lang. I want
0: to go back and listen to like the first few episodes of like Sunnydale City Group and see where we were and like checking in I feel like we've like grown as people and our beliefs but actually uh, speaking of those
1: things if any of you guys have requests for guests that you would like to see on next season uh, let us know because we have to start contacting people and we'd like to try maybe reach for bigger guests if you have any contacts I don't
3: know
2: We'll see how it goes. Uh, what's up, or if you We've want got... to be on the podcast? Do <laughs> yeah, you, you know up. any season three uh, Buffy staff in any form, like anyone who worked on the show? I know that there's tons of people out there with Buffy stories beyond just the cast. It's like you know the costume designers or stunt folk or. Yeah,
0: we would love to chat with anybody. Crafty guy. <laughs> David Borges' best friend, according to this episode. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a mean joke. I don't know why I started it. I take it all back. That's a good? Yeah, I yeah, don't take it back. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat our next guest, though, because we have our friend Sarah Rodriguez from the Woman Up podcast. It's going to be it. for the, uh, the next two episodes, which is yeah. a two parter. It's going to be huge. So please tune in next week uh, and w- when we'll wish you a happy Thanksgiving, because it's not this week. <laughs> this one's going up tomorrow. And until then, pack up your bags, pack up your books. We'll see you then.
1: So you guys have, have a favorite Bond girl? Uh Vesper Lind. Because I okay. went to see Makes Spectre, sense. and all it made me want to do was rewatch Casino Royale, so I fucking Ooh. bought it. Um still really good. Yeah.
0: You? Uh Natalia. I just love <laughs> Goldeneye. Yeah. And she's nice. great. Because she fucking stood up like yeah, she so survives I, like a missile attack. I haven't
1: seen any of the old
0: ones. Oh, whoops. Old guys old now? No it's fine.
1: Well, I'm just saying that like I, I can't this. I can't really say like <laughs> my favorite Bond girl is out of like the Daniel Craig uh Pierce Brosnan
0: <laughs> Bond movies. The one from Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Mine's
2: yeah, Elizabeth no. uh, Mine's Victoria Kensington.